You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Hello, late tea timers out there. The Golf Betting Podcast leaves it to the last moment to come with you for the best shouts for the upcoming golf tournament. It's James and it's Dave with you, as always, on a Wednesday. We leave it as late as possible so the man alongside me can uh, get his gargantuan golfing brain around everything, rumour, press conference, etc. Dave Tyndall, how are you? Hello, I'm not actually alongside you. It's a clever trick of the cameras, isn't it? Well, we are. I can almost reach out and touch. No, I'm reaching the wrong way. That way. Reach out and touch you. We're not that <laughs> far apart, are we? Five miles? Yeah, we could actually meet up and do this. Yeah. Now COVID's finished, we could meet up and do this. We're, um, we're very near the next city of culture. Thank you. Yes. Well, do you, you realise since I moved to Bradford, it's suddenly become a city of culture? Yeah. What's the link there? There's no coincidence, I don't think. No, no coincidence at all. Um, just looking back to uh, last week's golf, um, I mentioned, or you started talking about um, Justin Thomas off the back of his major success, maybe not being a competitor for Jordan Spieth if you could find him in a in a two ball match bet. And I suggested him missing the cut, and he did both. Really, he lost to Spieth yeah. and he missed the cut. Yeah, he was just completely off it. Uh, yeah, it was noticeable. Uh, Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris, who contested that playoff at Southern Hills, both missed the cut. I think it was a. A week too much for them, uh, so they bombed out. Yeah, it, it was. Um, we were trying to work out what price he was to miss the cut. It would have been quite decent because mm-hmm. you know he, he doesn't. I think he had the longest cut streak going on tour. Something like twenty-two. Um, he'd made his last twenty-two cuts, so it was like a bit freakish for him to miss one. But if he was going to miss one, it was going to be that one, wasn't it? I guess yeah, it, though, like, if you, oh. if you're going to miss one, you might as well do it after you just won a major. Yes. It kind of softens the blow a little bit, doesn't it? Well, he, he, he tweeted a picture of himself sort of with the trophy saying, well, you know, it's not been all bad the last week. So It's funny, isn't it? Because Zalatorius and Tom, Thomas missed the cut. The man that you probably expect to be most scarred by it was Mito Pereira. And he actually did reasonably well again, didn't he? He, was, uh... he, did, he did exceptionally well, but more on him later. Hey, more on him later. That's, a, yeah. that's what you call a tease. So stay yeah. tuned, everybody out there. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're going to have a look at the uh, Memorial Tournament uh, this week, which is coming up over the uh, next few days. I'll go through the top end of the uh, prices 
as per the bookies on this one. You can get John Rahm at around about best price of 11 to 1. Rory McIlroy, second favourite at 12s. You've got Patrick Cantlay in their 18s under Shaffley's 20s best price. 22 to 1 for Jordan Spieth and my mate Colin Murakawa and the Aussie Cameron Smith. And then if we scroll down a little bit longer, Shane Lowry and Victor Hovland are around about 25s. It's a pretty good field, this one, DT, isn't it? Yeah, it's... Um... Just maybe, is it three of the top 10 aren't here, I think? So seven of the world's top 10 are heading to Memorial. I mean, they go there. It's, a, it's one of the favourite stops on tour. It's also, it's proximity to the US Open. It's it's a good warm-up for that event. So that's in a couple of weeks' time. So Justin Thomas said he actually rang Jack Nicholas to say, when I won a major last time, I played the week before. So I can't really play your turn as well. Otherwise, that'll be about five or six in a row. So... Um, I think Jack led him off a little bit. So that's why Justin Thomas isn't playing. But most of them see this as a perfect, well, they want to win it. Absolutely, they want to win it. But it's also timing-wise, it's it's particularly useful for the US Open. I was reading up actually on Wikipedia about this Memorial Tournament. So I wanted to try and find out why it's called the Memorial Tournament. What does it memorialise or whatever the word would be? I don't think it actually memorialises anything, does it? It's a, but it's a charity thing. And Jack Nicholas, who comes from Ohio or spent a lot of time in Ohio when he was younger, he's trying to put a bit back into the community, I think. Is that is that the general gist? It's very much his event, yeah. It's sort of Jack's event. It's at Jack's course, Muirfield Village, uh, which I think he named after Muirfield, the, the, the one in Scotland, the Open. Yeah, uh, but th- it's often been said he has borrowed some certain traits from Augusta National for this course uh, because that's where he did well. Of course, he won six green jackets. So yeah, really looking forward to it. I guess if you're going to borrow traits from any course in the world, why not borrow from Augusta? We're one of the most famous and best courses there is to watch golf on. Um, let's get into it then, shall we? I've mentioned the prices. Um, you said to me b- before we uh, went live today, you've got uh, the first thing you're going to look at is a 72 hole match bet treble. Do you want to run us through that? Yes, why not? So if you say no, then we're going to have a short podcast. Yeah, can't we? <laughs> So uh, they had Rory McIlroy uh, in for interview today, which is Wednesday. This is why we record this late in the day, so we can take advantage of Wednesday thoughts and comments and quotes. Uh, so Rory was saying, he was obviously being diplomatic about it. He does like the place, but it doesn't particularly suit him nowadays in that he says, where he hits driver, the course becomes pinched. Actually, he has to club down a little bit, otherwise he'll go through the areas, whereas others, it's perfect for them to hit their best drive. But for Rory, he hits it too far. So he has to sort of dial it back and he he can't just let loose with the driver. So he kind of said maybe that's why his record there in recent times isn't as good as it was. I think he he played well early on, but the last couple of visits, it's been sort of okay, but nothing in particular. So he's obviously one of the two favourites along with John Rahm. Well, John Rahm won this event in 2020. And last year, very famously, he was six shots clear, wasn't he, going into the final round of and got course, pulled yeah. to one side and said, you've tested positive for COVID. You know, six shots clear. You can't say would have won, but, you know, he would have won. Basically, he's sort of won it the last two years. So, so they are in a match bet, Ram v McElroy. And I don't see any reason why Ram isn't, you know, it is a very slight favourite, but only just at five to six. I'm on Ram there. I think he's, this course, you know, he absolutely loves to be. He should be coming here with form of 1-1 at the course. Um, Rory's playing well, definitely, but I think Ram, who won in Mexico a couple of weeks ago, will get back here and he'll just think, whether he's he's played down the idea that, you know, he's got a score to settle and all this sort of business. I think he's more just happy that he plays this course really, really well 
you know, and this is another chance to do so. So I'd say Ram to win this match bet, definitely. Neither you or I have played in any major golf tournaments. No. Um, but I, I know from when I have tried my hand at golf, kind of playing three-quarter, even wedges, is quite tough because you're used to doing a full swing. If you're Rory McIlroy and you're trying to dial it down to 80% on your drive, that's quite tough, isn't it? Well, that's one of his strengths, isn't it? The driver. Yeah. So you don't want to be weakening one of your major assets. So, yeah, it just puts a slight negative up against him. And it explains, he's aware of it. He says, I think he says he's going to put a three wood in the bag that is almost like a two wood, but he's having to sort of fiddle around and compromise. Yeah. Whereas Ram just seems to know what to hit. He's happy with the clubs he can hit on this course. So, Ram to win that first leg. You mentioned. Mito Pereira, didn't you? Uh, oh, he's uh, back. This is, this is the tease, yes. The one, yeah. So he obviously could so easily have won the US PGA, but he, he took that double bogey, drove into the water at the last and didn't even make the, the playoff. So there's a feeling that, oh, he'll, last week at Colonial, oh, surely he'll just be in pieces. And yet he played really well, didn't he? Yeah. And yet, and yet... I still think that will hit him. It's almost like a delayed shock. I think that will, because it didn't catch him last week, I think inevitably he's got to come down a little bit. So I'm looking to oppose him here. Bet365 have got him in a match bet with Davis Riley, who we've mentioned quite a bit on this podcast, who continues to play exceptionally well. Great strokes gain approach numbers, which is a good stat for this week. And Riley's the underdog there at 21 to 20. Ooh, okay. so I think Davis Riley... It's playing so well at the moment that, you know, you could put him up against lots of good players. But I just think Mito Pereira, I think there's got to be some delayed reaction and maybe this is the weak way. Just well, like, of, like you just said there, the without the delayed reaction, if Mito Pereira's fine, Davis Riley's got a chance against him anyway, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's almost like, well, yeah, that's quite a good matchup because both of them, you know, two exciting young players. But I, I think a lot of times in golf, I think you've got to, look at the context and the, you know, from, and it's not just a, a guess we've, you know, from following golf down the years, one thing you, you can maybe learn more is the sort of rhythms and patterns of, of things, you know, so many times. Yeah. Most often, yeah, that come down strikes the next week. Although sometimes it, it doesn't, but if it doesn't strike then pretty sure it's going to hit yeah. home soon. So I just, you know, and then he'll be thinking maybe head to the U S open. So I just, I just think he's there to be shot at this week, Mito Pereira. So Davis Riley, who looks a really good fit for this course. So he's my second pick. And then the third leg, it's a really weird one. So Cameron Smith and Jordan Spieth, you'd think, well, that's quite well matched up, isn't it? That's That must be good. But Cameron Smith's course record is horrendous, absolutely horrendous. I don't know what's going on at all. He's, I think he's got four miscuts and nothing better than 60th. Doesn't, you know, you think, why? I wonder why on this particular course but something's not a grit I mean that's it's a lot of tries it's not like he's only had a couple of goes around he's come year after year and and just failed where Spieth has got a, a nice solid record quite a lot of top 20s and top 10s Spieth played well last week as well Spieth sometimes when a major is coming up some golfers might just dip Spieth always seems to sort of get into a nice he'll yeah, want yeah. to play really well here he wants he won't see this as using up all his kind of energy and focus. He'll want to use it as a confidence builder. So on, on pure course form, Spieth all day long. So Spieth uh, 10 to 11 to win that one. I think I, I put them into the treble calculator and it works out about 6.18 to 1. 
Your your Mito Pereira Davis Riley one was with Bet three six five. The other two are with... so, all, so these are all with Bet three six five. Okay, um, okay. So with Bet three six five, John Rahm five to six to beat Rory McIlroy. Mito Pereira, who's had two good weeks, maybe he's got a time for a climb down or a come down. Um, Davis Riley, the pick there at twenty one to twenty, and then Cam Smith with a woeful record against Jordan Spieth, who is ten to eleven, and they treble up at six point one eight to one, and that's a seventy two hole match bet treble. That's not the first round, although I guess you could play them if the first round if you wanted to that is the treble 6.18 to 1 with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps) no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going to read out one of your tweets now, Dave, as we go on to the uh, the next bet. Um, okay. You can follow Dave at Dave Tyndall Golf. Um, many do. Is it to and do with golf or is it to do with something This else? is to do with um, a certain gentleman that you were talking about earlier. Money, not Matt Fitzpatrick's God. Um, his quote is, I came away from the US PGA and literally couldn't care less about how much I made. I was just gutted that I didn't win. I had a chance, and I didn't take it. And that kind of said a lot to myself, that that's all I'm bothered about out there. So he's basically saying, I mean, there's a lot of talk about money, obviously, this week for other reasons. But um, Matt Fitzpatrick saying it was this, the sort of devastation he felt about not seizing his opportunity. Didn't actually think about the differential in prize money um, when he was playing the uh, the final round at the US PGA. And um, you've got a little bit of a, a play on him this week to maybe have some success at the Memorial. Yeah, it, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, as you said, I don't really care about money, said the millionaire, Matt Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah, there we true. Go. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, he, so he was talking about uh, this week's event Firstly, he's got quite good sort of ties with uh, Jack Nicholas. He said he's sat down to eat a few times, and Jack Nicholas has asked if he can join Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh, wow. Well, that's the wrong way around. You're not going to turn that down, are you? No, so that's what he said, I think. So, yeah, wow, is that really the case? But I think he did a charity day with him in Ireland once, and uh, Matt Fitzpatrick said, not only did Jack give me a lift back in his plane, he gave my parents a lift as well. So he's... Uh, you know, him and Jack, you know, he's getting that. in there, isn't he? Yeah. But one of the the, the, the more interesting thing he said was he, he's had one good performance here when he was third a couple of years ago. He said that year the course played really firm. They went interviewed him on Tuesday. He said, so if it's firm again, you know, that's that's when I, it's my best chance rather than these sort of long, soft courses. He hadn't played the, he hadn't actually played his practice around then. But then Jack Nicholas comes in for interview as well that same day and says all the guys coming off the course are saying how firm it is and then Patrick Cantley was interviewed maybe an hour hour, hour before we've we've come on live here we're, re- we're recording this at what 20 past seven on a Wednesday UK time just a, a little while ago Patrick Cantley was in for his interview and he said I've never seen it this firm on a on a Tuesday and a Wednesday so presumably that's going to roll over so I think we're looking at a firm course this week 2020 was when Ram was when so Fitzpatrick was was third so that's good yeah Ram as well Ram won it in 2020 yeah. another reason to to back him in that match bet so not only is Matt Fitzpatrick playing exceptionally well at the moment you know that run at the uh, US PGA loads of other good finishes he has got the conditions he wants to have another really good week at 
at Memorial. I know that the 25 to 1 isn't, you know, I'm not dancing in the streets about it, but um, I think I'd rather have... Go take take your laptop outside and yeah, use a dance. Let's, let's, let's do it. Yeah, there's loads of loads of jubilee flags around. Um, and yeah, I think I'd rather be back in Matt Fitzpatrick at 25s on a course where the conditions are right than maybe at like 30 or 33s in mm-hmm. really soggy conditions when he it's not for him. Although yeah, there's some compromise on the price a little bit. I, I still think, given his form, he's you know he's playing so well at the, at the minute uh, that. I can't really ignore him. So he's going to be the each way bet. He's the one who I was sort of thinking about earlier in the week, but with, with that update about the firm conditions, which you know he hoped for, Jack Nicholas has said, Patrick Cantley has just relayed it as well. I think that makes him a bet. And, and the fact that he's pretty much Jack Nicholas's godson these days. Well, yeah, basically, yeah. He's a so, lovely uh, young man. So yes, Jack, Jack will, will certainly approve if he, if he gives, him the, uh, gives him the trophy at the end of the week. I did see a couple of tweets that um, Matt Fitzpatrick did, I think after round three, where a couple of the photographers, he just tweeted them out and said, they caught me smiling, because he does look quite dour, doesn't he, when he's walking around? There was a couple of times, I think, in that round, the photographer actually yeah. caught him smiling, and he's quite delighted, because there's a, fair, a rarity that you catch Matt Fitzpatrick smiling on a golf course. But he's 25 to 1 then. Eight places with William Hill was the best I could see on yeah. his check it. So uh, that's possibly the place to go for that one. And bet 365 for the 72-hole uh, match bet treble. And we're backing Ram against McElroy we're back in Riley to take down Mito Pereira and Jordan Spieth to account for Cam Smith 6.18 to 1 that treble for the Memorial Tournament Dave Tyndall as always thank you very much for your time and uh, your presence on the screen thank you James enjoyed it and out there everybody hope you enjoy the golf over the weekend make sure you gamble responsibly and remember the uh, late tea time podcast we're back with you as late as we can it's always on a Wednesday afternoon stroke evening in the UK and we uh, preview the golf ahead and try and get you the uh, best bets and some winning bets as we go through the US PGA season so uh, make sure you join us again and uh, we will hopefully see you again around about the same time next week always gamble responsibly Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.